try it, you try it. All right, I'll give it a try. No. Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Why'd you like it? Like you? Who the hell said I got to like you? That true? Do you like me? You like me right now. You like me. I like it a lot. He likes it. Because I like it. Welcome to I'm Trying to Like It, the podcast where two siblings, myself and Aaron, discuss all things pop culture or pop culture adjacent. We might disagree once in a while, but you can rest assured that we're both trying to like it. With only two weeks until Halloween, we are in the thick of spooky season. And on this episode, Rory and I discuss the new, based on a true story, Ryan Murphy horror series, The Watcher, now streaming on Netflix. But first, we discuss some of our favorite Halloween memories and traditions. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down my spine. Uh, 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 uh. Welcome it back, everybody. All the time. I don't know that song, but it is it is spooky season. It's Halloween it in a couple season. weeks. But we're coming off yep. a big week uh, here as well. Um, I live in a small town in the south. Oh, wait, hang on. What? We're coming, oh. we're coming off of a big week in general because we did a replay episode. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. So we haven't, we actually, the one thing about Aaron and I is, is we don't talk until we record. <laughs> so that's true. Because that's true. we didn't record an episode last week, we have not talked for two full weeks. Um, that's right. That's right. So if you ever think that we're super close siblings, you'd be wrong. Anyways, continue, Aaron. <laughs> we record a <laughs> weekly podcast and we talk for a solid hour and then also see each other randomly um, on occasion. So we are we are we are in communication far more than many siblings. I would I would mm. imagine. Okay, you tell yourself that if it helps you sleep. <laughs> I don't know what else I should be doing to to, to bring our relationship closer together. Um, yeah, me neither, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we literally have a podcast together. What do you want to yeah. do? You want to take vacations together? You want to? Uh, uh, actually, yeah, I would love to go to that one place you went to in the Philippines, uh, Bur. Barakai? Barak- Barak- Barakai, yes. yes. Barakai, yes. yeah, I'd like to go there with you. But to the fun to the fun party side. Yeah, actually. you can stay over there. Um, okay, anyways, but then, continue. But then that, that negates the purpose of us traveling on vacation <laughs> together, <laughs> which is to become close, <laughs> close, very tight uh, siblings. But hmm. I didn't mean to tell you that we, did, we, we moved to Montana. So not in Carthage anymore, <laughs> so... That's what one thing that happened in the last two weeks. Nice. No, that's a lot. Love to hear still, that. Still live here. Still live here in, <laughs> in Missouri. Um, <laughs> not that much has happened in two weeks. But this past week was uh, our, our little town's biggest uh, week of the year, Maple Leaf Festival. We had our uh, Maple Leaf Parade, which is the largest parade in southwest Missouri. <laughs> Yes, it is. I heard uh, that there Saturday were 65,000 people there. And that's possible for sure. It was crazy. That's what dad it and mom said. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, 
it was probably the busiest and most I, I think it was the largest crowd I've ever seen at Maple Leaf. So it's uh people are you know, people are ready to get out there and and parade it up, I think. Yeah. Okay, parade it. So uh yeah, that was a busy weekend and we went to the rodeo Saturday night. Yeah. How was that? Fantastic. I love the rodeo. We were not- gonna go to the rodeo, but I wasn't feeling super great. Still not. Yeah. Um so yeah, and had had some great friends in town over the weekend. Uh, my friend Cole and his wife Wendy. And uh so it was a busy, fun packed weekend. So that's nice. Yeah. That's great. Um you know, you telling about your fun packed weekend was probably the most boring thing I've ever listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start this again. I would um don't start. I, Don't. I'm not going to start anything. I'm actually going to talk about something. This is a um this is the fourth part to this trilogy and this is just a side. Okay? This is the final. This is the end. Okay, this is the, the This small, is like a this is like a last series. Episode. This is like a film series that this is like the uh the 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 the, 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 the What's the not scream? Although scream probably had too many sequels as well, but um, yeah. Anyway, go for it. Yes, I'm sure this is about um, Peppy. <clears throat> this is about Peppy Nitro Vanilla. Okay, you know how I asked if you could put it in the freezer and freeze it. Right. I re- I recommended it against that. Okay, great recommendation. Highly recommend not doing that. But. <laughs> I will say that it did not explode in the freezer. And I was I was very diligent about when I placed it in the freezer freezer and getting it out of the freezer. So I placed it in the yeah. freezer and I checked it every so often because I didn't want it to explode. Now, I put it in there for I mean, I did kind of forget to check it one time, but it was still fine. It was like 30 minutes tops, okay? When I got it out of the freezer, it still was a little liquidy. But, you know, there's that really cool science experiment that you can take something out of the freezer. And when you start to pour it, it turns into like a slush. Right. So I popped the top, let it do a little, let it do its little rocket sizzle. That's when it got a little bit messy. Um, so highly recommend do not put Peppy Nitro or Peppy Nitro Vanilla um, in the freezer. Don't do it. Just that, those I, nitro bubbles are unstable. I mean, I'm surprised yeah, you're still just, alive, honestly. Just, yeah, just just leave it leave it alone. Learn from this. But I will say, I poured that into another chilled mug. I I chilled a mug and I did the whole process, and it was a little slushy, but kind of still runny. So I put the mug back into the freezer and let it get slushy slushied. And it was fantastic. It was so good. Well, Peppy Nitro Vanilla slushified was like a 20 out of 10. Hey, I was going to send you a photo this week. I was shopping and found that Pepsi just released a like a limited. Did you just call it? Did you just call it Pep? Pepsi. Pepsi. Did I say Pep? (laughs) Anyway, Pepsi. I'm not talking about nitro. I'm not talking about my Peppy right now. I'm talking about just regular Pepsi. I know, but all I heard was you say is Pep. Pep. <laughs> I. So now Pepsi is called Pep. 
That was a mistake. I meant to say Pepsi. <laughs> Peppy is is a very specific thing that I'm not I'm not referring to right now. Um, Pepsi. <coughs> they released a limited edition that's called I think ice cream float flavor. I I didn't try because I only found it in a twelve pack and I didn't think I wanted to make that kind of a commitment. But yeah, it was like ice cream float Pepsi. And it's intriguing, but I just didn't, if it was like a single can, I would have probably tried it, but, um. Nobody gets cans anymore, Aaron. They get bottles. Well, I know, but I mean, well, yeah, buying it from this, yeah. Uh, I get cans if I'm buying in a 12 case or a 12 pack or whatever. Um, but, uh, but anyway. There wasn't, but you know you you know you like it if you're buying a twelve pack of cans or right. twenty four pack of cans. Right. When yeah. you don't know you like something, you buy the bottle. Exactly. So of apparently Pep now we got Peppy <laughs> Nitro and just plain old Pep, just regular Pep. Um, <laughs> any anywho, uh, Halloween just around the corner. I thought oh, we could we're take just diving in. Yeah, that's <laughs> my transition. Um, well, I wasn't done. Okay, where, where are we going? We've we filled the air with uh, enough peppy peppy talk for f- on four episodes now, or three episodes, or something like that. What's I mean? Where where else you got to go? Where, what are you talking about here? It's fine. I don't need to talk about anything. All right. Um, so Halloween right around the corner. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and we, I thought it'd be good for us to talk about some of our. <coughs> Favorite uh, Halloween memories and traditions. Um, and so take it away. What's your favorite Halloween? What's your favorite Halloween memory, Rory? Honestly, I'm so disgusted on how this has turned into this that I don't even. Uh, my favorite memories are the one with you not in it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that must I, be most of them because I've tried to avoid you. That's how I for feel right years now. now. We, um, I just wanted to give my final two cents. You know what? I haven't given my final two cents, so that wasn't the end of Peppy Nitro or Pep. I'm going <laughs> to talk about it again next week. That's what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> my favorite Halloween. What was the question? Your favorite Halloween memory. What's your favorite? Memory? Yeah. I I know that you liked to go to Bland, right? Yeah. I would have to say, I when Grandpa passed away, for those of you that don't know, my mom's dad. When Grandpa passed away, he was like the lover of all things Halloween. And so when he passed away, my love for Halloween kind of dissipated. Like, I didn't really enjoy it because he passed away shortly before Halloween. And that was, like, his holiday. We always, as a kid, when I was young, we would always go to Bland um, and go trick-or-treating there because small, tiny town, but they always (laughs) had the best candy. Like, they had the full size of candy, and they give you, like, a ton and so those were always my favorite Halloween memories is just yeah. going with the cousins, filling up pillowcases and like filling up pillowcases. Now people are stingy. They don't give they give 
little bite size of everything. And it's like, I don't want this trash. <laughs> Number one, I don't really care for chocolate anyways. And so they always give me the chocolate. And it's like, I don't want this. And the fact that I can even still get pillow fi- full pillowcases full of candy is kind of amazing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but I still do. So, so here's, <laughs> I, I think, um, I'm not going to like out you unless you just want to tell us how, how old you are. But I'm going to say that no. you are not a teenager. Mm-mm. And <laughs> that. You That's as are. far as you need to go. Okay. So you're not a because teenager. nobody ever guesses my age correct. And from right. now on, when people say that I'm now the youngest I've gotten on people guessing my age is 19, which sometimes kind of seems a bit offensive. <laughs> like, what am I doing that makes me seem like a 19-year-old? <laughs> but that middle common ground is like 23 to about... 26 i'm gonna go with it if people yeah. say that that's my age range, i'm gonna be like yeah that is i'm gonna start lying about my age well it's not lying if people tell me what it is i'll just say like you are uh past the age that people usually typi- typically <laughs> that is acceptable to go trick-or-treating but, oh, but rory but rory what was the last time you went trick-or-treating last year yeah exactly literally last year <laughs> matthias and i our nephew matthias and i we went he went as a standalone green crayon yeah and i went as a crayola crayon box yeah and i got candy and I'm going to dress up again this year and I'll probably get I'll probably some people were a little bit skeptical but I think I you're played like it the, off really really You're like cool, the Tom actually. Brady. You're like the Tom Brady of trick or treaters. Like he is 45 <laughs> playing still playing football at the top of his game and like you know still a threat like we still worry yeah, he might make it into the Super Bowl again and yeah. you were out there at your age which we won't mention um, mm-hmm, you're at mm-hmm, your mm-hmm, age, mm-hmm. still out there trick or treating. Still, still out there trick or treating. <laughs> the top of your I game, mean, still, still. Last year, I was a crayon box. The year before, I was an inflatable shark, which actually really worked to my advantage because they couldn't see inside. Oh, so I just right. go up. Yeah. I just go up and be like trick or treat. That's and- right, because there was that magic <laughs> moment last year because I was trick or treating. I was not trick or treating. I was taking my <laughs> my four year old son trick or treating. Uh, but we were all in the same uh, area trick or treating mm-hmm. at this point, and I remember that magic moment when you saw the other shark going. No, like it was opposite. a dinosaur. Oh, it was a dinosaur. It was and a T Rex. And then shark and dinosaur ran across the street, and hugged, hugged each other, right? <laughs> yeah, and then we started fighting because we realized oh, yeah, that fighting, we were yeah. both predators. <laughs> Which I think the person in that dinosaur costume was an actual child. Probably, um, probably. So you know, um, it's fine. Nobody knew. It's totally okay. It's so great. you're saying like the key is <laughs> to longevity in the trick or treat game is like wear costumes that fully cover your face and mask your age. I mean, no, because I was a box last year and it wasn't covering my face. The key to to looking to being able to trick or treat at the age I am is black don't crack baby black don't crack <laughs> um so I'm, anyways all that to say 
favorite memories as a child growing up was going to grandma and grandpa's house. I would say as an adult, like I really grew I grew out of that whole scene whenever grandpa passed away, but as yeah. the nieces and nephews got older, they always wanted to do a theme like one year Matt and Tiffany's kids and I, um, we went as Ninja Turtles. And so we were all the Ninja Turtles that we really, really love. And then another year we went as a whole Wizard of Oz theme. Um, and so it's kind of more when they're like, let's dress up as something that I kind of right. really am like, okay, let's do it. But other than that, I mean, I don't really love the idea of dressing up for Halloween. Really? I mean, it I'll has, do it, but it it's seemed, not like... It has seemed like something... You, you're quite good at at least seeming enthusiastic about it. I literally... I mean, the last time I dressed up for Halloween, literally, this this is what I did. I was on my way to a Halloween party. This is 20 years ago, or a little less. Maybe maybe it was... Yeah, maybe 19, It's probably less than ago. that, Aaron. No, no, no. This was I was in Colorado, so it was yeah, a long time ago. You were How and old I, were you when you lived in Colorado? Um, in my early twenties. Oh, how old are you now? Never mind. <laughs> you don't early, have to answer that. Oh, I don't, don't mind. I'm, <laughs> I'm in my early forties right now. Um, so oh, yeah, so it was like almost twenty years ago. Um, and I was on my way to a Halloween party, uh, and um, I was like. Oh crap! Like I probably should have a costume, and so I stopped at Walgreens and I went to the costume aisle because this was like the day. It might have no, it wasn't actually Halloween. It might have been the day or the weekend before Halloween. Um, so I so I run inside and I'm like looking for different costumes that I could just throw on real quick, like a mask or something. And um, at the end of it, I was just like, I I just felt cheap. I was like, I'm not gonna spend that much money on. It. So I bought. I ended up buying like a little makeup kit. And at the time I did not have a beard uh, or a mustache or anything, any facial hair at all. So I drew a, <laughs> I got in my car, looked in the rearview mirror and I drew a fake beard on my face. Oh, and that was pretty much it. And then I, I think I darkened my eyebrows or something. And then when I showed up, I, um, I called myself bad Aaron <laughs> and that was my costume, Matt Aaron. And what's funny is at one point in the night, I sat down on the couch and I had I was just like, you know, I had a plate loaded up with some snacks or something. And I'm just sitting there and this lady that I had known for like three years, three or four years at that time, uh, had you know, I knew her very, very well. I had worked with her, had conversations with her. Her son had traveled with me uh, on trips to conferences and camps and stuff. And um, she turns, she she sits down next to me. She turns to me and she goes, I'm not sure if we've met. Have, what's your name? And I said, I just kind of laughed. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm bad, Aaron. And she goes, what? She's all of a sudden, she's like, jumps back like, a, and she goes, Aaron, is that you? She had been sitting next to me for a few minutes <laughs> thinking I was a complete stranger that she had never met before. That's how good my my beard 
my beard makeup was. So wow. No, actually, what I is... think that proves is like, if we with strangers, like if we're a little timid and not, like we will not even look at their faces if we if we think someone's a stranger and we're a little <laughs> bit we're a little bit nervous about starting conversation. So I think she was sitting next to me, going like. I should probably talk to this guy. I don't know who this guy is, but I should probably talk to him. And then finally she worked up the nerve and she's like, okay, I don't know if we've met. Oh, oh. bad Aaron. (laughs) But that was Sarah. I don't think she listens to this, but she's a a very nice, very nice lady in Colorado. I was wondering if it was between her or um... Kelly. No, Kelly was the one who was hosting the party and she, she knew, um, yeah, she knew that bad Aaron was really me, good Aaron in disguise. Wow, you're really living it up. Um, <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> what's been your greatest memory? Um, uh, my favorite Halloween memories. Um, there was one year. <laughs> this is, I mean, I I really like Halloween, and strangely enough, like even though we went through a phase when I was really young where we didn't celebrate a whole lot. Um, I still, it was always something that we kind of had fun with. So we might not do the trick or treating thing. Um, we, you know, we went a few years where we weren't doing the trick or treating thing, but then we would still have like, uh, watch scary movies and stuff at home. And, uh, so I've always enjoyed it and we've always been fans of, you know, scary films and things. Um, but I think that one of my favorites was uh, one year, Dave, our older brother, and I were, uh, we had been out at this little store. This was in Gretna, Nebraska, which I don't know if you even remember much about Gretna, Nebraska. But um, we were living in a little rental house while we were waiting to move into a home that mom and dad had just purchased. And um, our house was kind of backed up against this big cornfield. And um, it was Halloween we had no plans to go out and trick or treat cause we just wasn't something we did typically during that era. And, uh, but it was Halloween. Well, Dave and I walked over to the store. We bought some snacks or something. And then we were walking home and we were seeing all the kids start to go out trick or treating. And we were like, man, this kind of like, this kind of stinks that we don't get to do this. But we realized we had two bags, two shopping bags in our hands and we were, um, you know, we were out by ourselves. So it's like the only thing stopping us from trick or treating is that we don't have costumes, right? And so I think, man, Dave, I, I hope Dave remembers this, but I think we stopped and like, we grabbed like some corn stalks and stuff and we started like poking them into our shirts and things. Oh my gosh. And to look like kind of like a like a scarecrow a little bit, but we had no paint on our face. We were just wearing like little, like just, you know, our normal kids clothes. Right. I think I was probably maybe uh, 11 at this time. So Dave might've been a couple of years older. Um, and so we stuffed like corn stalks and stuff in our church. And then we just went and we started ringing our doorbells and we did like a, I, we didn't do it for much. Look, it just kind of on the way home, we stopped at like, I don't know, a few houses maybe rang the doorbell, got some candy, and then we, we went on home. And But it was kind of like a very rebel, like we, <laughs> <laughs> rebel trick-or-treat move on our part. Cause we was didn't, that the start of trick-or-treating? 
no, that didn't really. We we weren't really like fully allowed to go trick or treating. I don't think until we moved to Missouri. Like when we lived in Nebraska, that was kind of the phase where, you know, I for many reasons, you know, primarily like it's it was thought to be kind of dangerous to go out trick or treating because there might be poison or something in the candy, and also I think, you know, mom and dad had kind of were somewhat influenced by family that was sort of telling them that trick-or-treating was maybe a celebration of evil or participating in evil of Halloween or something like that. Um, you know, that was, it, we, we did it, just didn't do it. So um, we would go to like church events and things where we would have different <laughs> kinds of like <laughs> dress up, you know, like there'd be like, <laughs> it's like you can dress up like anything you want from the Bible. That was the. <laughs> it kind of makes me think of Ned Flanders. <laughs> you have complete freedom to dress up as anything you want in the Bible. Um, so oh we would go to like some. They would be called harvest parties or something, and you know you get candy and you get like candy apples and stuff like that. So we did that for a few years. Uh, there was a, that phase in my childhood when we weren't trick-or-treating. Then we moved to Missouri, and I think it's because we lived in a really um, friendly, like, trustworthy neighborhood, pretty tight-knit neighborhood in Missouri. Yeah. And so at that point, I think mom and dad were kind of like, okay, let's, you know, we can loosen up a bit and let them trick-or-treat in this neighborhood. And then it just kind of, you know, after that, it was just kind of like, okay, trick-or-treating, just go get some free candy. Not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's very true. Okay, well, we sure have talked a lot about all this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's been too long. This is why we shouldn't take breaks. There's just so much to say, and there's not enough time to say it. All right, well, should we take a break? Although, hold on. I do remember another good memory of Halloween was whenever I lived in Colorado, and Teenage years, teenage Rory, and two people that I know and myself, we all were like, oh, what should we be for Halloween? And we wanted to kind of do like a trio um, kind of (laughs) Halloween costume. I don't I wasn't really involved in this. I didn't want to do it. But we decided to go as Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> because one was a redhead, obviously. Yeah. Um, me being my chocolate self, and then the other girl was blonde, but she's like really, really pale. Um, and so we like made shirts that said like chocolate on the front, and then on the back it was like I'm nothing without my strawberry and vanilla, and then it was like vanilla, all that stuff. And that was a pretty good. That was a pretty good costume, actually. We got like creative. the con- the converse that matched with the color, except for mine. I wanted green at the time, so my was mint chocolate actually, because um, I wanted green. Because I wanted green converse, <laughs> but that was a pretty good one. Not gonna lie, that was it was pretty clever. That was pretty clever. Um, anyways, with that, uh, we're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the watcher. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard. Allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. 
Do you know the history of the house? I've been put in charge of watching you. This message will not be the last. I am the Watcher. Your house is my obsession. And now you are too. Who am I? It might not frighten you yet, but it will. Give the house what it wants. Young blood. Can you keep us safe? Didn't think this one was gonna be possible, but We're here. I have We're the here. I have the perseverance, and when I set my mind to something, I go full steam ahead. So, The Watcher. It is a Netflix original. Basic premise of it is a family moves into their dream home, only to be plagued by ominous letters, strange neighbors, and sinister threats. Um, this came out. When did this release to Netflix? Very recently. Um, I let me see. Um, I know. I believe it was just this past week. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't. Anyway, October thirteenth. Yeah, October thirteenth. Past week. Um, whenever it released, it was Thursday, and it is seven episodes. They are about almost an hour long, and honestly, it its ratings aren't super great, but I enjoyed it. Ryan Murphy is that whole thriller universe. You know, you had um, The Haunting of Hill House. No, uh, he's not involved with that. He's not? No, American sure? Horror Story. That's what he's- I mean, that's that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. American Horror Story, which is honestly the first I really enjoyed the first season of American Horror Story. Then it just kind of got a little weird to me. But um it follows 
this whole family, Nora and Dean Brannock, and it is based off of actual things that happened to another family um, and their house. I mean, it's kind of weird as I was doing some digging on it. It was about Derek and Maria Brodus Brodus, um, and how they bought a really nice six bedroom house in Westfield, New Jersey and kind of their story with it. So, I mean, obviously Netflix, Netflix went to them, asked for the copy for the rights to make this into a TV show and all this stuff. Um, it's got a pretty great cast. Naomi Watts. I love Naomi Watts. I think she's incredible. I would consider her and to be like the Josh Lucas to Nicole Kidman. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I think her and Nicole Kidman are best friends. Are they really? Yeah. They, they're they both Australian. Both They grew up together. It's from what I've heard. And they are very close. So it's yeah. funny that you well, say that. How about that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Mia Farrow is in this. Uh, yes. That's a She's big creepy. name. She is creepy in this. Um, you have Jennifer Coolidge, um, Richard Kind. So some definitely some names that are um, known. Bobby Cannavale, or however you say his his last name, Cannavale, Cannavale. I'm sure I'm butchering that. Um, he he's a recognizable face. Like I I see him and I'm like, hey, I've seen that guy in a bunch of stuff, but um, not a name that I'm. I felt the exact same way, honestly. I Um, was like, he looks super familiar, but I don't know who he is. Um, So what what drew me to this show was that it is based on true events that I am somewhat familiar with. I think I've either heard people talk about this, the the Watcher House, the real home in New Jersey that has been, um, you know, stalked. Or, or guarded or however you want to f- frame it. But um, I think I've heard people talk about this in a, maybe on a podcast um, at some point, uh, or I've read a story about it, but it is, it is based on true events. Uh, so that, that made it appealing. Uh, the cast does seem promising. Um, and um, the one drawback for me, the thing that makes me, less interested is actually that it is uh ryan murphy uh ryan murphy helmed series i have yeah i have not been a fan of the american horror story horror story series i've tried i've tried several seasons of it actually where i think like oh that looks that looks like it could be interesting and then i try it and like two episodes in, I'm like, nope, this is totally Ryan Murphy. I don't think Ryan Murphy has ever. Here's my thing. I don't think he knows how to direct anything and create genuine tension or fear in the audience. Wow. I you're think saying some big words. I, I, I have pretty strong feelings about this because I literally have never watched a Ryan Murphy film or series where I don't know that he's made films, but that I've watched of the series, like the American horror uh, story series. I've just never found it to be compelling or um, scary. And what else, what other movies has he done? 
Like, what would so, I know him from? Um, his his claim to fame initially was the High School mu- not High School Musical, but what was the um, the series that was like said then the high school with the musical numbers? Oh, um, Glee. Glee, right? So Glee okay. is kind of how he made a name for himself, um, and then uh, he he's kind of. Then the Amer- American Horror Story, um, I would have to, I'd have to look at what other things he's done. Let me see here real quick to see his uh, filmography. Um, and and it's possible that he's done stuff I haven't seen that that was that was quite good. But I'm just saying that my experience with him has been kind of mediocre like my 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 take on his stuff has been that is fairly mediocre so so did you go into this thinking kind of the same way as most ryan murphy um movies and not really thinking that it was going to be good or what was your mindset with it so i went into it um really hoping it was good because i wanted um i wanted the story because this is a true story that I was somewhat familiar with. I thought it had a lot of potential to be creepy, to be interesting. Um, and I will say that I haven't finished the series. You have correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm about three episodes in at this point. I think it's probably the most interesting Ryan Murphy series that I have watched so far okay. okay um so like i said mostly i'm basing this on my experience with american horror story which is a long-running series that he has helmed for over 10 years now and um it's a anthology series so every season has a new story mm-hmm. and um i've just i've tried i've given it a try a few times because i generally like scary stuff and every time it seems to be the same the same thing um he creates caricatures of horror films not actual horror films that's that's my take is that the characters the settings the storylines they're all things they're tropes that you would expect from horror but there's they're they're empty they're vapid like there's nothing to them there's like nothing below the mm-hmm. surface yeah so i was kind of hoping that um the watcher would be different and i think it is to some extent like i like i said i've i've been enjoying it but part of why i'm enjoying it is maybe because it's based on true events and i'm giving it a lot of leeway because of that so i'm kind of I think I've gone into it kind of going like, okay, this, I want to know what, what happened. Not that this is going to answer any questions because as far as I understand, the actual real life case has never been solved. So we don't actually know who the watcher was in New Jersey. Um, So I don't know that this is going to answer any questions, but it, I just, I thought it had greater potential because of that. So, so I think I've given it more, leeway more more time and um i i hope it pays off to some extent although i'm fearful that it might leave me (laughs) (laughs) it it might leave me a little disappointed okay well um you had 
sorry, I have to fix my headphones. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, so you had kind of, I had mentioned that I wanted to watch this and you had said, yeah, we started it. And so I started a little bit yesterday, but mainly watched a majority, all of it today. I have about eight to 10 minutes left of the final episode. And the way that it's done is super, super weird and but it's very interesting and kind of as the first three episodes, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is incredible. Like everything happening. But then I don't know for me, it's kind of gotten like over the top, I guess, which now that I'm correlating Ryan Murphy as American <laughs> horror story and getting right. that, that correct, uh-huh. it makes total sense right yeah. now. Yeah, because it does kind of have a very American horror story feel to it. Yeah, yep. um, I absolutely adore. I love Margot Martin Martindale, um, who plays Big Mo, uh, one of the neighbors. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's I fantastic! Think, yeah, she's a great. Yeah, actress. I think she is hilarious. In one of the opening scenes with her talking about the arugula, was amazing like i just thought it was so 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 good and so i've really enjoyed watching her yeah and be that neighbor and everything now i have eight to ten minutes left and so i'm hoping that in those eight to ten minutes it's going to wrap it up (laughs) because right now i just I mean, I know it's based off of actual people, and so I don't know if they can really wrap it up, like, because it's not wrapped up now. In real life, um, yeah. It's, in real life. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's it's odd. It's very odd right now, and I don't know yeah. how I feel about it, but obviously, I'm going to finish it. But I have done a lot of research about, like, the actual people and everything. Yeah. And it is super creepy like that's so weird yeah i think the the actual true story is really fascinating and creepy Mm -hmm. um i think the problem with ryan murphy is like in that that role big mo uh plays you know a neighbor that lives next to this family uh the the main family in this um series and um now this is an actress who i think um when I saw her, I don't think you ever watched it. The have you ever? Did you ever watch the the leftovers? The series, the leftover. I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, um, Margot Martindale, she plays a, a the leader of a cult in that series. Um, okay. And she's terrifying. Like there's <laughs> there's like an intensity in her performance, and I, so so. I, I love her as an actress and I, I've seen her do other things that I have been impressed with as well. But in this series, the watcher, you know, her role's pretty small, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yep. But um, she, it almost feels like, and this might be a problem with the writing, but it's like, instead of her embodying a character, it's kind of like Ryan Murphy says, you're you know you're this type of person or this type of character mm, and you yeah. can see the you can see through the veneer of the acting and you see the actor trying to 
perform in a way that fits the tone of a Ryan Murphy series or something. I there's there's like a a tonal there's something off tonally in this series that um it, it almost like a um David Lynch style like David Lynch, I don't know if you've ever watched any of his films, but when you watch his stuff or his series like Twin Peaks was a David Lynch series and there's definitely a weird sort of off-putting surreal quality to everything and that it that might be mistaken as sort of low quality at first like i remember the first time i watched twin peaks and i was kind of like this show kind of sucks like it just feels like the the acting is kind of stilted and the sound is weird and the but then as i watched it i was like oh that's intentional and i've learned since that david lynch is doing that intentionally ryan murphy might be trying to do something like that intentionally here but it doesn't seem to be working for me, at least, because I never feel scared. I never feel like I always feel like I'm watching, um, the like I said, the caricature of a horror film rather than an actual horror film. Mm-hmm. It doesn't inspire any terror or fear. It does inspire a little disgust. I wa- That's the one thing I would say is when I have watched the American Horror Story series, I often find myself sort of disgusted by characters, but not scared. Like it, it's, it's kind of like he's going for shock value in some cases. Uh, and cause he doesn't quite know how to make, um, how to build tension in a character. So it's like, he'll do, he'll have a character say, or do something that's just kind of disgusting a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know, just not my bag. I don't, I don't know. Uh, there might be some big Ryan Murphy fans out there, but I don't count myself among them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree with that because it is kind of, there were a few characters that I'm, that came into this and it's like, what? I don't under I don't understand. Like, I don't understand the mindset of why this character was written the way it was. Um, but it is just super, super interesting to me that that nothing has kind of come from any of this. Because I feel like you would think with the type of technology we have that you might be able to find more about who the person was. Like with the actual people that it really happened to and everything. But with this show, I mean... For me, the acting that is done by the actors and actresses that are really, really great, like Naomi Watts, uh, um, um, Bobby, what was Cavanaugh Va- Ka- or something? Cavanaugh, Ka- Ka- yeah. yeah, something like that. Um, Margot Martindale, Jennifer Coolidge. Their performances were great as much as they could make them. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like we all know that Jennifer Coolidge, the type of characters that she plays are kind of usually the same. (laughs) They're, they're, they're not like, she just kind of has that same type of character acting job. Yeah. Minus the white Lotus. She was completely different in the white Lotus. Well, Um, no, I think she was the same in the white Lotus. It's just that she got to have more screen time than ever before. And she was able to, she was able to flesh out that character really well. 
And I actually think that of the performances in this series, The Watcher, she her performance is one of the more grounded ones as well. Mm. Like it feels yes. like she's is embodying that character in a way that makes that character feel authentic. Um, I don't know. I think Naomi Watts is fine. And uh, the Bobby Cavanaugh character uh, also is fine. But I feel like hers is the most, at least of those big names, I think hers is maybe the one that's the most rooted and feels the, the less kind of the least kind of showy. Um, and again, I'm only three episodes in, so I don't know where her character goes from here, but, uh, but, but I like her in this. Like, I, I think she does fine. And she, I mean, she does better than fine. I think it's one yeah. of the stronger performances in the show. Um, not, she's not asked to do as much as she was in the white Lotus, but um, that'll forever be probably one of her greatest performances. But this is this is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, <coughs> I don't know. My favorite character was probably Dakota, <laughs> the security guy. <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly really I loved him. He hasn't had a lot of screen time yet. I know who who he is because he's kind of a love interest for the daughter of the family. Yes. But uh, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been a big part of the, of the show show up to this point. Yeah. I mean, he kind of, he kind of still stays that same way, but he is just as of right now, he's one of my favorite, (laughs) one of my favorite characters. And then also um, has Theodora Birch come into play. Theodora Birch. That name does not sound familiar. Okay, she. You're. I can't remember what episode she comes in, but it may be episode four. Okay. Whenever she starts, no, it actually may be episode three. Whenever she starts to come in, but maybe it's four or more. Um, she's the black lady. I think she's British or English or something. Oh, she's an investigator. Yes. Yeah, yes, investigator. She's, yep. She's in season or she's in episode three, I believe. Okay, so I really liked her, too. I thought that she, like, her character was someone that I was like, oh, my gosh, this is an amazing, like, this character right here is really, really good. And overall, for how it was done with, and I feel like that's sometimes where making real life true facts and true stories into series or a movie is a little Mm -hmm. bit hard especially if they've not been kind of closed up or wrapped up in a sense Mm -hmm. it's hard to do and i think do i think this could have been better with a different director or producer absolutely yeah i I can i can imagine this story being told in a way that's really um that that feels very uh, that creates a real sense of dread. Um, yes, because that's what this ha- this is that's what this needs is it needs you to feel this uh, inescapable dread that that this family is hurtling towards something mm-hmm. terrible and they are trying to stop it but we know they can't stop it and I- I'm not feeling that in the first few episodes. Um, I mean, we've talked about The Witch before. I don't know that you've seen that or not, but The Witch is a film that I think is um, really does this perfectly where 
you know, from a few minutes into the film, there's this growing sense that this family is, is, is heading towards something really awful. And we're not quite sure what it is even yet, but we know it's coming. And mm-hmm. everything works in unison to, 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 to just tighten and tighten that tension and, and kind of push us to the limit. Um, and that's just not happening. <laughs> you know, I, it's not happened as a, as a fan of horror and suspense and uh, somebody who likes to be scared, like American horror story should be a prime example of, of how you do that over the length of a series. And it's just never done that. And I kind of feel like people that watch American horror story, maybe they're not, well, I don't want to make such a broad statement, but I just feel like if they're a fan of that series, like maybe they aren't really fans of horror, uh, you know, like maybe they're people who see that and go like, Oh, this is scary because that guy has um, a weird smile or something, but yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing beneath it besides just the weird smile. It feels very, very hollow uh, in, in, in Ryan Murphy <laughs> stuff. So I would, yeah. I mean, I've only watched the first season of American horror story with Evan Peters and um, <clears throat> Connie, whatever her last name is and all of them. And I would say I never really felt like truly like, horror thriller i guess and so yeah i would have to say that for the way everything was written that the actors and actresses did a really good job at portraying them as much as possible so i'd give it like a six i think a six would be a nice middle i guess a five would be middle but i i would say i would give it a six more so because of the actors and actresses that really did a great job with Mm -hmm. their character yeah but six would probably be my number yeah i'd give it a five um like i said it's not it's it's actually has been better (laughs) than most uh that i could compare it to with ryan murphy but um but it's not it's not something that I like. I could stop watching now and not feel like I'm missing out on a lot. <laughs> you know? That's how I felt. I'll probably That's keep, how I felt. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably keep. I'll probably keep watching, um, a, at least a bit more. But I, I at this point, I'm kind of starting to feel like, um, like I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm just not that compelled to to keep going. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are things in it that. <laughs> In certain episodes, there are things that happen, and I'm like, why wasn't this a turning point? Like, why wasn't this where you took action sooner? And it's like, you waited until... Because I guess with the real story, um, the family never actually lived in the house. They were just getting renovating and, yeah, and doing different projects to it but they never actually moved into the house. And that was one thing that like they had two stipulations, whenever they gave the rights and everything um, that they wanted to, the names to be changed right. and different in different facts and all that stuff. But it's like, there were a couple of scenes in later episodes and me as a person, if these things were to happen, it would be an immediate, okay, this need we need to, 
figure this out. We need to do this, this, and this, and maybe not be so, I don't know, hot head at the very start of every single person. Now I get it's probably a very tense situation, but I feel like if you're new into a town and you start being a little belligerent to people, it's not going to go very smoothly. So, Yeah. yeah, but all in all, the actors and the actresses that I know very well did a really good job, which has made me continue watching it. Um, but I do agree. I didn't need to keep watching it. I feel like watching the first episode, the fourth episode, and then the last episode, I probably would have been fine. (laughs) (laughs) So you heard it here. This show got a five and a six by Aaron and I, um, not for I mean, honestly, it's, I wouldn't recommend it for kids, but this isn't like one where we've done that is super, super, don't let your kid, don't let your kids watch it. I mean, there's language in it and then some adult content between husbands and wives, um, yeah, I mean, there's no reason. I mean, I'm not even recommending it to adults, let alone, let alone kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I just say it's not meant for kids. It's for adults. Anything Ryan Murphy does is meant for adults. So um, <laughs> there's no reason to let your kids watch this. There's far yeah, better things. I've... If you're going to expose them to questionable content, then there's a lot better stuff out there. With lots of questionable content that you can, that's that's that you can true. To do. Don't waste that on this. <laughs> that's true. I guess it's more so the fact that just the the whole content of it all, with it being a Ryan Murphy type thing, it's very very mild in comparison to his other stuff. I guess that's yeah, quote yeah. unquote thriller. Right. That's yeah. That's probably fair. But but still. Anyways, I don't. I mean. If you want to kill some time, maybe if you're doing something else and you're like, hey, might as well just put something on TV and you don't really have to focus, definitely the show for you. Um, otherwise, eh, it's it's not great. It's not the worst. So it's kind of middle of the road. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Great review. <laughs> <laughs> With that... Um, I do have, we kind of both have recommendations for you to watch with your kids because of the holiday season. And that is the other um, Netflix original movie. And that is called The Curse of Bridge Hollow. Um, super, super good. I, I it, I won't say super super good. Yeah, I was gonna say. No, I gotta I gotta change okay. my wording. It's an okay. I think it was super good for me because I love Priya Ferguson. She plays Erica from Stranger Things, and I think I just love her so much because of the fact that she's still just as sassy in this movie <laughs> as she yeah. is in Stranger Things. That it kind of is like, eh, you're great. This she's, is great. But she's I love fun, this. and and just in general, it's you know, this was a it's a family halloween film it's silly it you know i think any kid who's probably somewhere between seven and 14 maybe would enjoy mm-hmm. watching this film um it's yeah it's just a it's just a fun light-hearted halloween film um the premise is 
a family moves into a new town and um, they learn about the legend of a uh, of the, the first jack-o'-lantern I guess um, but it's um, the daughter of this family what's her character name I don't have it pulled up uh, here Sydney 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 um, she uh, discovers this jack-o'-lantern and through a series of of unfortunate events uh, she releases a curse that then basically causes all the Halloween co- Halloween decorations in this town to come alive, right? So you've got mm-hmm. like zombie decorations that become real zombies and vampire decorations that become real vampires and monsters of all sorts that become real monsters and so But they're not like real real. They're still the plastic dummy idiot right, things. Right, right, yeah, yeah. But so that's what makes it more kid family friendly. Yeah, yep. And so her and her family, her dad, uh, played by it's one of the Wayans. What's what's the? I think it's Marlon. Marlon Wayans, um, and they have to figure out how to fight fight the 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 bad or the these yeah. magical you know Halloween creatures and stuff. And Honestly, so, it kind of gave me a feeling of Hocus Pocus. Exactly. Lie. That's this. It's got the same target audience, I think. So if you're looking for something with your kids that is lighthearted, fun, um, silly, uh, it's 90 minutes, so it doesn't drag on too long. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And it has Kelly Rowland, who uh, when we saw her, uh, my wife, Shella, was like, hey, um, she's really pretty, don't you think? And I said, yeah, she looks really familiar. And I said, wait, I think she was one of Destiny's children. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is another and way of, she was which is another way of saying she was part of the group destiny's child um she's yep. acting now but so so she's in this um but yeah not not you know it's not gonna like rock your world or um win any oscars but it's a fun it's a fun family halloween film yep um, with that, my other recommendation is The Midnight Club. Uh, I'm about two and a half, three episodes in. I can't, can't remember if I finished the second episode. I was kind of sick as I started this one um, at the peak of my sickness. But it so far, the first two episodes I have seen have been really, really good. <laughs> in one of the episodes, they have like this whole series of jump scares and it gets to the point where it goes on for literally about 30 to 45 seconds and you get so desensitized from it that it doesn't even affect you anymore. <laughs> it's it's really it's really really weird. Um and so I very much recommend that one. I think you would really like it. So I feel like you should watch it. Um, it's it's from the same guy. This is, this is the one that is from the same guy that did midnight mass in the haunting of Hill house. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's that. This is the one that I got flipped around. Um, he's also the guy that's doing the fall of the house of usher, which is coming out later. Um, with that whole same group of people. So, Yes, those are my recommendations. Do you have anything? Um, we have been watching a series. Did I mention this last time? I don't think we've been watching it that long, but I'll just mention it here. Um, 
it's uh, on Hulu, and okay. I can't remember the original network that it was released on, but it's a um, it's a cooking competition called Best in Dough, and it's they <laughs> it's pizza. Uh, they're making oh. so they bring in three contestants who all have some kind of loose connection to like pizza making, whether it be that they run like a pizza food truck, or they um, are just a uh, Italian cook, or <clears throat> there's just there's just different ways that they're connected to pizza making. Anyway. They, um, these three contestants on each episode, uh, you know, make pizzas and I don't know, there's just something really interesting about it. It's very lighthearted, uh, fun. It's just a fun kind of, you know, cooking competition. So if you're into that kind of thing, I would, uh, look into, I do like pizza. Best in dough. I do like best in dough. Um, also we've not once said anything about this but season three of love is blind is coming (laughs) is it really actually i think it's actually this friday and then we have the second season of the white lotus coming the 30th of this month which Um, is so soon we're very surprised by that uh, i mean i don't know We'll see. It's been over. It's been over a year. So we've got two things that we'll be talking about. Obviously, we're going to be talking about. (laughs) We're going to be talking about Love is Blind. Love is Blind. I just hope it's not a big fat snooze like the second season. Uh, Yeah, I hope so. I don't think any of those people are still together. I think they are. I think there's an even like a follow-up show. No, that's what I, but literally no one is together. Oh, well. I have nothing to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible season so it's fine. Oh gosh. Anyways, um thank you all for listening. This was a long episode because I lost my mind and couldn't remember how to talk to people outside of myself. Just kidding. It was just a long episode because there was too much to talk about. And I feel like we forgot how to talk. <laughs> we took one week off and completely forgot how to talk. We just, it was just That'll a take huge, a we'll have to get back huge show this. of everything. Um, but thank you all for listening. Make sure to Follow our Facebook page. Oh, www. <laughs> nope. Do I have to even say that anymore? I probably not. Right? That's stupid to say. W. That makes me sound old. Uh, Facebook.com. <laughs> Wait, is this our Facebook page or are we doing website? What do you say? Don't make me do this anymore. I'm tired of this. You need to learn our address. Facebook.com slash trying to like it, and our website is trying to like it. dot com. I just. I just reeling at the fact that you have not once in a, or at least in a very long time said www I dot i know why it's like, <laughs> why in the world i don't think anyone has said that since 1997 i think that's the last time people said www <laughs> like nobody does that <laughs> but it's because you shocked me like i when you say when I hear you winding up, I like shut down. Like I'm like, oh my, on. oh my! And so I'm just, gosh. I was off. 
you know what? I was looking in my office. I've got some plants that I've stuffed in here be, to keep them out of the cold because um, they came, they were outside and now they have to be inside because we got a first freeze. And so I was looking at the plant and I was completely distracted. So I apologize. Um, continue. You know what? Screw this. You take us out in this, in this bish. End okay. it. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate you. We've already given you the name. <laughs> we've given you the, the 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 website address, and we've told you where to find us on Facebook. Uh, we appreciate your listenership. listenership. You've said appreciate twice now. Okay, and so that wraps this episode up. Um, <laughs> see you next week. Thanks for listening to I'm Trying to Like It. I'm trying to like it.